Good morning. How's everyone <laughs> doing today? It's Nate Every Damn Hustling, and with me today is Tommy the Bargain Effect. What Anthony up? What up? What up? He's in Disneyland or Disney World, so he will not be with us today. He, he might sneak in, we never know. Yeah, you never know. And I got a piece of him here with us. I don't have I don't have my shirt near me. I would show the shirt. I think it's in the wash. But I have a Pittsburgh shirt. I know I know he wasn't off the plane a half hour and he was sending pictures to me at Goodwill. <laughs> oh, he ended up going to Goodwill or whatever. No, I didn't really chance to talk to him. He sent me a picture of Goodwill, and the picture was kind of blurry. And he was like, he was like, well, I tried to get a good picture of it. It's kind of blurry because Ashley drives like. Grand Prix driver or something like that, something to that effect. But he's already spotting out where they're at. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was I was hoping to get some good sourcing in, especially the first couple of days, because he's not gonna really have a lot of time. I know he said yesterday that uh, today and yesterday was gonna be like kind of uh, you know up in the air type of day. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, how that all works out when he brings back. He didn't get into Orlando till late though because his flight was delayed going out. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah work, work was crazy yesterday, so I didn't really get to uh, get to chat with him or try to talk to him that much. Then I came home and passed out. I forgot to start to put a uh, stream yard out for today's show, so I apologize for anyone who's looking for it yesterday. Got a lot of good mornings in here already. Good morning, everybody. I'll do the, yeah, I'll do the, I'll do the good mornings this morning right. since, since Anthony's not here. We have Steampunk Town with the first one for the brownie points. Congratulations. Got it right there. We got Kelly that you call Mom more. Good morning. We have Alexis. Good morning. Uh, B and K or BK vending and flipping. Good morning. Sand Dollar. Good morning. Reseller man, what is up? Amy, good morning. Moronic Pest, good morning. In at the flip it, hello. DC Sales, master of the license plate, good morning. I was hoping you were going to say it. <laughs> I, was try I was trying to make sure I was right. I was thinking, I'm pretty sure that's there. I'm, Anthony always says that, so I always, you know, I always hear it and I always know she, because I always, I, I definitely want to get a license plate. I just keep forgetting to order one yeah I, I do too but i'm gonna wait till spring because i want to put it on my truck and why beat it up through winter you know right we have De uh diane matthews good morning eric bischoff what's up i seen you at the beard pickers channel this morning while i was at the doctors philly picker what is up crocker lockers how you doing michelle lathan good morning myra lane good morning and bad dog Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I actually just came across Crocker Locker's channel. I don't know how I didn't with there. They got they got some good content on there too. Yeah, I got to check out. I was gonna go check out one of his videos. It was the last one that uh, he created or whatever. But I uh, I met him uh, through uh, Grimes Finds. Yeah, that's where that's where I found him. I was I was in one Grimes premiere and. You know, I always check out people that are in there. You know, I check out their channels as they're scrolling through. I'm like, oh, this one looks pretty interesting. Keep an eye on it. 
I like to look at different channels and at least watch one video and then I usually add them to my repertoire because I try to watch everybody. I, with me working full, you know, full time, it's it's hard for me to really catch everybody, but you know, I, I try to support everybody and definitely some good content. So anybody who sees them out in the chat, check them out. Click them three dots for sure. And you know, even if you weren't working, well, if you were if you were selling full time, dude, I, I sell full time. I ain't, I don't go anywhere to punch a clock. I have YouTube on all day while I'm working. I, I got two setups here, and I have YouTube on all day, just listening. And I still don't have enough time to catch everybody. Yeah, there, there's just so much out there. Yeah, I try I would, I try to balance it out, though. I would I would have to have two monitors, like I would have to, because now, like I have the premium, so like on my phone, like I can listen and do other stuff at the same time. But you know, from sourcing and stuff like that, you know, I still want to watch and see what's going on instead of having to flip back and forth, back and forth, or whatever. Yeah, there, there's there's times where I I even watch two two videos at one time, you know, because I mean, this is I'll give you a sample here. This is this is my setup. Stretch my cord out here. I got. One there, that's my usually where I'm watching stuff. This is where I'm doing my work. This is my other screen to help my work. There's my tablet. You know, so uh, yeah, you got a you got a real nice setup there. Yeah. So I sometimes I'm watching two, three videos at a time and stuff's on that I just don't want to miss, especially when there's auctions. Yeah. You know, I'll like watch an auction and I'll watch a regular video and it's like I don't want to miss nothing. Yeah, I definitely want to get at least a second monitor to like I have my tablet and stuff, but uh, I don't use it as much as I probably should. I, I probably should run like uh, use a tablet and that and run dual stuff or whatever. Yeah, it, it's just nice, man. Especially when you're when you're working and cross posting, it, it makes it real easy. See, Eric Bischoff said they had 44 sales yesterday. Low, lower baller selling out and Amazon running out of stock. Looking forward to this weekend. Yeah, I've. I've sold um, I've sold some more higher dollar stuff recently, and uh, uh, one item that it was really really great profits. I think I was making forty, and I spent ten on it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have any more stock, or I would say what it is. Let me see if I have any stock on it. <laughs> I'll say what it is. I got yeah, it at the Target. It was amazing deal. Yeah, Moranic Pest says he's an auction lurker. Just in case something catches his eye or ear. That's me too. I don't buy a lot in the online auctions because I have so much that I got a list already. But just in case one of them deals come up, like when I bought them clothes from Anthony, I couldn't believe nobody bid on them, you know. Yeah. Great, great, great clothes. And I know I, $25 shipped, and I know I'm going to make at least $350 off of them. So just in case deals like that come by, I, I just listen all the time. I have one more in stock, so I can't say what it is, but I will soon. I will tell you guys soon. And Reseller King, he's he's got a new video dropping today, so everybody make sure they check out that. For sure. It's called Versus. It's where I take tea sets of lottery tickets with the same number and see which one is the winner. Tea sets? I'm going to have to check it out because I'm a little bit confused. So I would love to, love to hear from the chat and 
hear from Tommy. Like, what has everyone's sales been so far this fourth quarter? And lately, I think this week is really going to be a huge push because, let's face it, if you don't order it now, especially if you're buying it off any, anything but Amazon, uh, you know, that cutoff date is, you know, here basically or coming close. So uh, I, I had a pretty good sales day. I had, my gross sales were, uh, I had 400 some dollars in sales, which is pretty good, you know, pretty good for me. It's definitely above average. And uh, two items on eBay, and yesterday I had three items, so it seems to be picking up. How's it? How's your sales been, uh, Tommy? You know, my sales have been eh, today's been pretty good since about two o'clock this morning. Yesterday was acceptable, but not anything braggable. It's been slow for me the last couple of weeks, but I know that has to do with the time of the year i anticipate being slow which during during like fourth quarter and i need to change that for next year because of the type of stuff i sell it's not really stuff that people would buy for gifts they'll buy for right. themselves not going to buy it for their gifts uh, i think it was eric bishop asked if things sell in january my busiest months are january through march yeah. because now everybody's spending their their gift cards and tax money and all of that with me. Exactly. Yeah, that that is like I I basically say the fourth quarter is extended to the end of January because of that fact. And then after that, you also have to remember tax season starts to come, so everyone starts getting that tax money. So, so almost yeah. you know, fourth quarter comes to me almost can go to like middle of like February to the end of February sometimes depending on. You know what you have in the inventory and stuff like that. It, last year in January, I just started Amazon, so I, I can't really, you know, say how that goes. But I'm I I'm gonna guarantee and say that basically, you know, with Amazon, it's gonna be full steams ahead. You know, all the way through January. Yeah. yeah. See, for the last three years in a row, March has been my highest sales month. It just starts in January and just keeps going, peaks out at March. Then I fall off. A little bit and then around june i i get slow yeah right so i i gotta change that i gotta i gotta get more inventory in for those seasons that slow down yeah basically for me it's like a it's more of the buying season once uh christmas is over like i already have a full plan to to really hit up a lot of christmas stuff and just kind of stash it away Especially the lights and stuff, because those sell all the year round. You know, I won't have to wait as long uh, for that stuff. But I want to start getting into them as like a a cycle of you know the the sales of the season. So, say for example, Christmas stuff's on sale. Um, you know, now I'm selling Valentine's Day stuff or you know Easter stuff after that. You know, and that stuff starts kicking around. So, I think if you can purchase stuff like that. And buy it, and you know, maybe not huge amounts, but you know, enough where you're not going to kill your cash flow. You can really cycle through some of that stuff, and every year kind of get bigger. I mean, that's just exactly that'd be amazing. I was I was just talking to Destiny about that, and I was like, you know, we we have a storage container like that you see on the boats, and people are building houses out of and stuff. We just, we just have personal things in there, but I told her, I said, we need to. To organize that stuff, the stuff that's been in that storage has been in there for a couple of years. Let's just get rid of it because we haven't used it. We don't miss it. Make some room in there. And then when, like, 
vault.com and and liquidation.com and stuff has these after christmas liquidations that nobody's buying because they're like well it ain't christmas it ain't gonna sell right buy that shit throw it in the container start listing it end of august you know for christmas and stuff exactly it, yeah it needs to have inventory like you say almost in a one-year cycle you know yeah if you buy can, it if you, cheap. yeah if you can get into that that groove of buying out the seasons you know, it's going to take some money up and eat some money of your capital. But once you reach that point where you're finally starting to sell that first batch, it's going to basically, you know, whatever you're going to sell in your profits can go into that next season stuff that you're going to buy. You know, that just went out of on sale 90% or 75% or whatever the case is. Yeah, for sure. Because like this, like last year, you know, I, I got the tail end of some Christmas stuff and I sent it in and... You know, being me being new to Amazon, I sent it in. You know, in January last year, so I paid a little bit of uh, storage fees on it or whatever. But it wasn't anything like huge. It was uh, like just some decoration type stuff, and uh, it was like real thin, so it wouldn't take up a lot of uh, you know a lot of space or anything like that. But uh, yeah, don't send it in till I would say probably like a few, you know, like September-ish. You know, right around that time, because people start, you know, grabbing it here and there. Then, and then, uh, you know, this way it's in stock, and people will be—you'll be able to sell it right away when people start buying it. Right. That was my first mistake of Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Shane said that's what suburban beer does. He buys it all cheap, sends it off to Amazon. But yeah, like you say, I, we'd put, we'd throw it in our storage locker. You know, if we if we're buying it. January, February, you know, we just throw it in our container and then bring it out. Probably start organizing it at the beginning of August so we can get it listed end of August through the middle of September. Di Matthew says she's uh, done well with Q4 Christmas stuff. Last was in a ball case I bought after Christmas last year. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a good way to source it. We look at that stuff like after Christmas is all, it's just Christmas stuff, but you know, there's some definitely some good profits in it. Just, you know, the only thing to make sure is if it, just make sure it doesn't have any of the, you know, 2019 Christmas stuff. Make sure it's just kind of like just basic Christmas stuff with no uh, years on it or anything like that. I mean, you could still make money on that type of stuff because uh, if anyone's watched uh, Reselling Addicts, they had uh, Christmas decorations that had years on it. And actually got decent money for it so you know it, it doesn't have to you know it, you won't get as much that you probably would if it didn't but you know there's still money involved to get it so i know with garage sales and everything um you know when we're outsourcing and stuff like that i'm gonna start looking at more of the christmas stuff earlier and faster because like usually we see that it's a dime a dozen people are right. just giving it away and here it is like you know like for example i bought a whole village under front of our Christmas tree with a tote and snow and um, the little figures for it and everything for 10 bucks. You know, a tote by itself is like $2 at least. You know what I mean? So, like, I spent $8 basically on, uh, you know, on the whole uh, Christmas village. So, yep. Kelly, that's one thing I'm definitely going to do. I got to get uh, my merchant fulfilled up for next year for Christmas. This way I can sell toys. Uh, Marching field all the way through because this year I didn't have enough uh, 
I didn't have enough sales in Merchant Field to be able to do that for uh, for my toys. Well, I didn't really have any toys. I guess I really send out this year because I was gated. But next year is really going to be a, an open. You know, I'm really going to open all the doors of Amazon and really go into it. Do you do you, you so you do some Merchant Field? There's a couple items that. Um, Amazon says that they they won't let they consider it a hazmat or like someone basically that or someone screwed up the listing where it's hazmat and they won't accept it in the warehouse. So I'll do it on some of those items. But uh, yeah, that's that, either that or if it's a real slow moving item and I kind of cross posted with eBay. You know, sometimes I'll do that and then I'll just take it out of one or the other. Like I sold I sold some markers once that. Uh, I got real cheap, and uh, someone bought them all, like from on Amazon. Just bought them all, like they're a bunch of different, like, like uh, the main colors, like for like a dry race board. I think they were. Someone oh, okay. bought them all, so it was like a really good sell. And it's it was, uh, you know, everything I sell is, uh, you know, Merchantville. I just have it added in the price or whatever. So. DC Sells is asking, is gating different for Merchant Fulfilled or FBA? Can you be gated in FBA but still be able to sell at Merchant Fulfilled? No. It would be the same the same exact thing uh, for that. Like uh, The only advantage to being able to do Merchant Fulfilled, especially during the fourth quarter, is if like, you see stuff that, uh, you know, you see Black Friday, like how Anthony picked up some video games and stuff like that. If you like, if Anthony wanted to, and he was, if he was able to, because he wasn't able to either, because um, you know he was really young to the to the platform and didn't have any FBR merch fulfilled. But uh, you know he could have got them games, hurried up and just listed them real quick on Amazon as merch fulfilled, and could have got sales instantly. Where, because that that price is because of the 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 uh, Black Friday deal, the prices going to just basically tick down and, and to the point where it's going to be minimal uh, prices. So it's, a, it's the first one that gets gets to the, the prize first and throws it up, has the best chance of making that big bulk, you know, uh, chunk of money. So right. like for those items, you don't, you could send them an FBA and hope like a lot of the, you know, merch fulfill ones and, and everything else kind of sell out or it gets close to Christmas like where we're at now and people are like, you know, frantically buying stuff because of the the fast shipping and the prime shipping so, so by so, the time you get it home and process it and send it in you're taking a chance of a price dip yeah i mean it could it could drop ten dollars you know just because of you know the heavy uh, competition and stuff like that so that's a that's a huge uh advantage that you would have if you can do it like that um you know with anything it doesn't have to be video games if anything that's uh that would be like a hot item or a huge discounted item that's kind of you know, seems to be on sale like every year. Like I know they had them like uh, the mini fridges. Like say that was something that you wanted to to buy a bunch of because like say they had a specific one that was real popular, or maybe they didn't have a lot of them that the demand was real high. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, you you just buy a bunch of them, merch for film, and then you know ship them off or whatever, and you're, you're the first one with the cheapest price because you got it for such a good deal compared to what maybe. The other vendors had them at, or maybe they had them from last year, and they're just sticking to their prices. Saw another question. Myra asked, 
is if uh is is the red totes is that holiday inventory now that that just happened to be the totes that uh that i bought on uh at walmart they were um i think they're like a dollar a piece and i bought like a whole bunch of them they had like 40 of them or something so i bought them all that was the one time brick seek was on the money for me <laughs> i was happy for that because i needed totes because i didn't have any i just kind of used my shells for a long time but then i started getting more and more into the garage cells and stuff and then you know i'm running out of areas to kind of put stuff on shelves so i just switched the totes and i use it for my clothes and everything like that too right. check out ends of flip it said yep just had a friend find a hot toy she bought 60 and had them list listed merchant fulfilled by the time she got to her car sold all 60 that day and made 580 profit yeah exactly. so we had to help her ship yeah that that like if everyone remembered the video with bearded picker and the um, monopoly for millennials they had that news story about it he ended up having all that stock and it was an item that was wasn't sold everywhere so everyone was like yeah, i had to I have to get it i have to get it so they bought it on amazon because you know very very few walmarts had them i know they didn't have a area until basically the price tank and they kind of spread them around and uh you know he he sold and made thousands upon thousands of dollars that day. I can't. I can't remember the exact number he shipped, but it was a lot of monopolies, a lot of them. <laughs> DS, what's the hot toy? <laughs> yeah, if she sold out, tell us. Right, D. I, I want to know what it is. <laughs> hey, here's here's my question. As as a like as a buyer if if somebody goes and say you know anthony lists a video game merch fulfilled say i don't know they're buying a game for 40 bucks right so he he fills it and he ships it himself so it's probably going to take three days to get there and they get there now there's a price drop this person that bought it if they see that price drop could just send it back to rebuy it at the lower price right Yeah, because like Amazon won't yeah, match uh, third-party prices. Yeah, like if you go on like Walmart site, for example, and say like their price was cheaper than, uh, you know, their in-store price for some odd reason, they wouldn't match that price because it's an independent seller versus like them, you know, Amazon.com or whatever. No, I'm saying like, like, you know, okay, say you and Anthony both, you're out two days before them and you see these, right? Right. So you grab them and you sell them in to FBA, and a few other people do that into FBA. And then Anthony finds them, brings them home. He's like, "Oh, they're not listed on Amazon yet, or they're they're still high because your your stuff hasn't reached the warehouse." So he merchant fulfills it, so he he sells it for more money. Now you guys have your your what do you call them price price and stuff. Yeah, right. So you're battling. You drop the price. Now this dude gets his video game and says. Oh, I just received this today, but now they're 20 bucks on Amazon. So I'm going to return this one and I'm going to buy it for 20 to save 20 bucks. Right. It, can, it definitely can happen. Like, that's one of the things. Like, I don't know. With the video games, with the price tanking the way it does, that's why, like, I didn't really try and get them that. And plus, I couldn't merge film. So I just kind of stayed out the game with them. But uh, yeah, that, that happens on a lot of different things. It can. 
I I think on all the items I had, like the, the competition was there, but it wasn't to that point where it dropped like tremendously, you know, cheap. Yeah. So I didn't have to really worry about anything this year. So that's why I think when I when I get in and going on Amazon, I'm gonna look for stuff that like. There probably really isn't too much price drops because they're like, I don't know, what do you call them? Evergreen items. Those are the type of items I want to look for, the the replenishables that, that are going to continuously sell and always sell because people need them and run out and got to get more, you know? Yeah, like um, the one thing that, you know, when you do get an Amazon, like I know you have your account and you just kind of really haven't done anything with it. Right. The keep The keep a charge is so important because it will show you the, the historic pricing of items. So, for example, say you get a great deal and you're like, well, I'm just going to keep my price or whatever. But say, like, every year something goes on sale around that time, like that item goes on sale and you see the price just dip really low. Right. Then you want to be more competitive during that period that before the price tanks. Or if you know it sells better during that time, like you can be. That's why keep is so important. You can you can basically well, I, I do see that, like that stuff. I do see like I know you have the the paid version of keep, but mm. I I just have to look to keep an extension in my browser, which actually does it, it'll show you like the graph of the last year of the sales, you know, pricing, and it, it even even the free version it even shows like merchant fulfilled versus FBA, you know. Right. So I I do look at it. I don't. But that doesn't do me no good when I'm outsourcing because I don't have it on my phone. Yeah, I wish they that they would really get a uh, an app for it. Like I'll I'll use I'll if I'm gonna buy something pretty deep, I'll just go into it and you know pull it up on my phone and you know find the ASIN from for Amazon or just type it in Amazon.com and then find does the app and punch does it. Does he in. have a, a free version on on the app? What do you mean? Uh, 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 the Keepa charts. Uh, look who's here. Who's here? What up? What's cracking? Does he know? Does he know he's on? <laughs> What's up, he's guys? What up? What's happening? But we should be leaving this place in a little bit. I'll uh try to pop back in in a little bit because you guys look frozen to me on my end. Yeah, you look frozen on our end. Everybody in the chat, good to see everyone. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad he's having a good time out and about. Yeah, Eric, I'm inventory labs is probably going to be the one thing I'm going to dive into uh, first of the year. He said there's a there a keeper there is a. Keepa is on their app. Oh, the, it's on the uh, Inventory Labs app. Anthony's going to try to pop back in as soon as he leaves that place. So keep an eye on your green room. Anthony says, be careful. This was a week ago. The price may have tanked. It only worked. Marchman Phil and the White Ball Zuzu 5 Surprise Mini Brands Balls. I don't even know what that is. See, I'm missing out. I don't even know the hottest toy. My kids didn't tell me about this. They're grounded. Ray Ray, you're grounded. They didn't tell me about Zuru. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. There was there was something that uh, that I used that it kind of popped it out of like the app or whatever. I can't remember, but it's something I'm definitely going to have to uh, you know start using just for the, the speed. You know, the, it's going to save me a lot of time and it will really simplify a lot of things that I do for my shipments and things like that. Because now I'm hoping to go, you know, basically. The, as soon as Christmas is over, I'm going to start making calls to uh, wholesalers and getting uh, some wholesale deals set up in place and possibly even sell them, uh, you know, you know, hopefully year-round, not only just like a, just a 10-item thing, but just, you know, full, you know, all the way around. Sure, I'm just reading, reading through chat here. Can I ask everyone what is the split between using eBay, Amazon, and other local markets? Macari, Posh, Mark. You mean with uh, like with shopping or 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 or, or sales? Like if it's uh if it's me shopping, um, I go to Amazon more often than not. Um, they just seem to be either the same price as eBay and a lot of stuff I buy. Or, you know, I just need it faster, so I'll pay an extra dollar or whatever the case may be. And uh, now for my business model, I, I'm I'm basically, I would say, 80% or more Amazon. And then uh, the rest would be uh, eBay. I'm trying to sprinkle some Macari in there. Uh, he, he wanted to know the selling part of it. Yeah, for me, Amazon is about 80% eBay's about 20%. I'm trying to get Macari going. I don't do anything local. My Facebook marketplace and stuff like that is it's pretty rough, but uh, it's something I want to start, you know, expanding because, like I said, I want to get to that full time. So the only way I'm going to be able to do that is to do everything on like as much as I can and as big as I can. So with that, I want to be able to buy most anything and just sell it. Good morning, Tracy. How are you today? eBay is my my primary, and I'd say the runner-up is Macari. I had I had my first return on Macari. Really? Yeah. They they said that it was a pair of jeans, and they said that they were falsely advertised because they weren't the size that was on the tag. And Macari, I, I never had a return before, so I didn't know what to do. You know, they didn't give me an option to like accept or deny the return they just said they'll be reviewing it and they'll let me know within one to two days and they closed they closed it out they denied their return because they went through i guess and looked at all the pictures and the descriptions and we put measurements and everything i expected the return i just didn't know how to handle it and then uh they denied the return I kind of wanted it because it was a cheap return, so therefore it wouldn't have been like a big loss right? on shipping or anything. So I still don't know how returns work when you actually have a return. I kind of wanted it to go through so I knew how it worked. <laughs> Reseller King asked me if there if I've ever sourced anything off eBay to resell on Amazon. I have not. Um I've I've tried to find some lots to maybe possibly break down and sell on eBay, but I haven't found anything yet that I was able to 
to buy and and to resell but i know there's opportunities on there because we, t we touched this uh yesterday was was i here was on and uh you know there's uh dvd combos and stuff sometimes you'll find for really good deals and you can resell them and you know maybe make forty dollars or even more depending on you know what what you find them for and stuff like that so there's definitely uh you know opportunities out there where you know you can do that hey we should have tracy slide in here and she can she can sub for anthony yeah we could do that tracy come on with us we're we're, we're a person short than normal and I haven't talked to you in a while because I've been sleeping on your late nights. <laughs> <laughs> Mom is in the house. She's hey, getting in the bath. That's all right. You can still come in. <laughs> I bet you we get more views. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go viral. <laughs> right. That would that would help boost the show, man. Uniquely me, live from the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have to go. I'd have to turn the live off and start retitling and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's one thing I definitely want to do is just spread spread my. Uh, I want to you know spread my wings to all these different platforms because I don't want to rely on Amazon solely. And I, you know you really can't because of returns. You want to have at least one secondary platform. But I want to try and use. Macari, and I definitely want to use Poshmark because I like buying clothes. Um, I, 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 clothes have done, you know, people are selling me the clothes on Poshmark's like very, very good, and I've, I've done okay on eBay with it. But I think that now that you know that niche market is take taking flight and really doing pretty well, that people are looking at Poshmark as the area, you know, place to get clothes and stuff like that versus eBay. And then now with Goodwill, you know, charging more and a lot of people not buying, um, you know, like the resellers like us, not buying stuff for full price. People are actually shopping there for, you know, their own personal and saving money, too. Tracy said you should give a girl some notice. How's Monday morning? <laughs> <laughs> we got we got family flips on tomorrow, but she's not doing anything. It'd be cool to have her on Monday. We can we can have her and uh, her and Tommy come on and invade the morning show like we're, we uh, we're, we're yeah, maybe we can actually get her. Tommy in here this time maybe he won't have his uh, poopy problem right Tracy said Monday it is awesome so Monday everybody don't miss Tracy uniquely me will be joining us she may or may not be from the bath. <laughs> right. That's her option. <laughs> Bring Tommy with you if you can. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to have him on the show. We haven't had him. Uh, well, he was supposed to be on. Yeah, he was supposed to be on. Right. He wasn't, he hasn't, I don't think he's been on the show yet. No, I don't think no. so. So has, has your fourth quarter sales have been what you ex expected, uh, Tommy? Or you, you thought they were yeah, a little bit Yeah, mine are exactly what I expected. Um, like I say, they're not they're not horrible. Like I'm not I'm not starving or nothing. Right. But they're you know I like I say I slow down during fourth quarter. It's my first quarter that I look forward to. So I just take advantage of listing 
and and getting stuff caught up for for the first quarter. I prep more for first first quarter than I do for fourth. Like I say, I want to change that. I I didn't I don't want to be seasonal anymore. You know, I do really really well in the beginning of the year, and then usually August through September October I do really well, and then I slow off. And I I, I want to start sourcing product that'll sell well through those those times too bad dog ask anyone try bonanza i got on after thanksgiving i have nine sales so far i believe the traffic is driven from google i've heard people talk about it uh, i buy sell sparkles said that she tried as well and she said she didn't like it i've heard people talk about it um but i haven't tried it i just it's really hard for me to really switch or add anything more than what i'm doing right now and um that's why i'm gonna start using like uh, uh inventory labs and different things like that to kind of try and save a little more time on, you know when i'm shipping and stuff so i can do a little bit more especially on you know the youtube side i want to start doing more of the uploaded content and stuff i just it's it's hard I, doing I the did, amazon stuff i did bonanza and i dropped them because you can link bonanza you don't really have to do much with it you can link it and sync it right with your ebay oh really so when you list on ebay it'll automatically all by itself without you doing anything be imported to bonanza but i ended up dropping them because they messed me up three times because when something sells on bonanza they're supposed to also automatically remove it off of ebay and they didn't on three items so then it sold on ebay with me not even realizing it's still listed and then I had cancellation dings. So I'm like, well, screw that. Because the sales weren't coming enough to make it worthwhile getting them dings. I mean, I was I was pulling maybe one or two sales a month off of Bonanza. Uh, and if you want to drive any real traffic to it, they want 30%. Wow. Yeah, because you can pick, okay, uh, I think the, the least is... What is it? Nine percent. You can give them nine percent, and they're only going to show you traffic on on Bonanza, and then you can give them fifteen percent, and they're going to show you traffic on a couple different platforms. But and actually, to get into Google and decent searches, you got to give them like thirty percent. I'm like, screw that. Yeah, Bad Dog said the fees are three to nine percent. Yeah, for the the lowest the lowest uh platform but you pick what fees you want to give them and that depends on how many people they're going to show you to yeah they, they said that uh that it ended each listing okay so far so maybe they fixed uh that part of maybe it they did i dropped it over a year ago so maybe they worked that kink out see us the cell says my first year Anyone else do a poop job of realizing how much time holidays take to get a business dip for it? I don't understand the dip for it. Yeah, I mean, like, next year for me is really going to be like my, you know, it's, it's going to be me really like going full stride with everything I got to really like you know give full time a, a go and everything and 
um, to really, I'm going to really ramp things up. So next year's holidays, it's really going to be a lot. Um, yeah, I hope it to be, I hope my sales like this year are going to be like 50% more, like a big jump from this, this month last year and, and everything else. Um, like with just with the preparation and the kids and everything like for Christmas for me, it's, yeah, it's busy. That that Jill said I was talking about take take a hit on the business side because we didn't plan well for how much else we have going on. Yeah, I mean that that slows down my my listing most definitely because you know you got you got the kids they want to decorate the house and you know you're you're spending time arranging you know family things and there, there's there's a lot more going on for us during fourth quarter than there is like in the summer in the summer it's just like fishing and playing at the water parks you know but in the winter it seems like wow i'm not doing as much i'm not as active but yet i'm doing more right than what i do in the summer yeah i mean like with my with my job and stuff too like it's it's kind of seasonal too because um you know during the summer months we don't have we don't do business to the schools, so it's kind of slows down. So I'm able to do more during the summer, where like with now with Christmas and stuff like that. Like for example, yesterday I didn't get out of work till about 11:30 or so uh, last night, and then I came home and did a few things and fell asleep in my chair till five in the morning, and then <laughs> I, I rolled up into bed for a few minutes or a few hours and and popped on in with, with you guys, and uh, you know I, I try to get a lot. Uh, it's very hard to to try and get everything done personally you know and, and business you know in your business as well like if i didn't have my wife helping me do as much as she does there'd be no way i, I would be able to do as much as i do tracy says i made a conscious decision to slow down for holidays family first very grateful for the very grateful that i can choose to do that yeah like for I know sure. with the Amazon sourcing, because like basically anything I send in now, it probably won't make it for Christmas because, you know, by the time it gets there, it's going to take them probably an extra day or two just to get there. Even if I ship it in state, it'll probably take an extra day. And then for them to open it up and, and add it to inventory probably would be open. I don't know if people would actually get it, which, you know, I'd get a lot of people that basically would order stuff and then cancel once they r realize that it's going to be coming after Christmas or whatever, because of all the movement. Uh, so I've kind of, you know, slowed down uh, everything I have going on for the most part with sourcing, um, trying to just bulk up the cash flow and, and, and do like I was talking about earlier with, with the seasonal stuff. I want to get a lot of the Christmas stuff and just stash it away. So I'm just, I'm basically preparing myself for, for all that. And, you know, all the Christmas, uh, stuff is purchased and and bought i made it to to uh lay away and picked up everything uh so the wife's happy and i just have to buy two little things yet and uh which uh isn't gonna be a problem i just ordered on amazon and christmas shopping will be done and then it will take probably like a, a day and a half to wrap everything i i tried to budget our Christmas shopping for the for the kids to a certain level, and it went way overboard. So I kept finding deals for stuff on Amazon and eBay for like half price on stuff that they love. 
So I was like, well, this will be an extra, this will be an extra, this will be another thing. But yeah, I hope next year that my, you know, uh, Merchant Fulfilled will be a bigger part of the business model too. Um, especially during the fourth quarter. I, I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of different things. I have it. Hunting, hunting Tripler says, what I've seen is the quality of items in thrift stores has been fantastic. Has anyone else noticed the uptick in the quality of used items in December? Not me. Not in my area. I am in a smaller area, though. And I, I haven't noticed that. I haven't noticed it in the past either. When, when our item quality seemed to go up for what I sell, again, is like after Christmas because people got new things so they donate their their older ones otherwise we pretty much got garbage around here in december honestly i haven't went to a goodwill or any thrift store in a few months to be honest and i should be i i, I like i said i, I kind of went full-blown amazon crazy the last month or so i mean it's it's paying off but you know, now my eBay's like slacking. Like I, I noticed my listings, like I was over 350, which for me was a good bit because it was the highest I've ever been. And now I'm I'm stuck at the, uh, I think it's like uh, 335. So I've sold 14 items and not replenished that back up. So a working hangout will be coming to YouTube near you. I'll be getting some work done this weekend. I need, I need a little bit of cash flow. I need to get a lot of work done too, man. So I'm not going anywhere. I know I was supposed to be like in hangouts last weekend. We were supposed to get together and do some OBS stuff, but I ended up either doing so much running around. Plus my body said, nope, you're taking a shutdown when I was home. But this weekend, man, we'll get together on the tubes and do some stuff. Cause I can't go anywhere. I got to get, I got to get stuff done here. I know uh reselling addicts wants to, wants to check that out too, which they want to do something with that thank you so we'll we'll, we'll definitely be setting up something with that um he's a he's either a friday or saturday I'll, if i don't do the obs on friday then we'll do it saturday and then we'll do a working hangout friday or saturday we'll, one of the two will flip-flop we'll, we'll let we'll let you know just just watch for the uh yeah. for the reminders uh for the uh upcoming lives and I'll have it up there when we'll have it going on. Yeah. First thing Jasmine brought me in a fresh cup of coffee and she looks at the screen. First thing she said is, Where's Anthony? <laughs> yeah, it's it feels so weird not having him around. Yeah, it does. We're not complete. Right. The beard is crying, it's weeping. I'd even put it couldn't even put any uh any line tamer in it this morning. It, it was it was too wet <laughs> from the tears. Kelly, Kelly, the Ecom mom says she's up twenty five percent on eBay sales. That's awesome. Nice. I know she's killing it on Amazon, so that means she's up all around. So that's that's great. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I I think I'm gonna look real quick. I think I'm down. Most definitely down. Most definitely down. I'm sure. Pittsburgh, the the beard is crying. You're not here. It's weeping. Tears of, of, of sadness. 
At, see, I'm actually down 12.1%, but I'm up 8.9 from last year. I have to I have to figure out how I can look at that because I have no idea how to. Well, I should say out. in the last 31 days, I'm down 12.1%, but up 8.9 from the same time last year. So at least, you know, and that's what I, that's, I'm happy as long as every year is better than the year before. That's why I'm I'm so excited about uh, you know I'm getting close to completing my first year at Amazon so I can kind of you know base things on that like I, the first couple of months I can't really base it on anything because you know obviously my inventory was nothing in there but uh you know I'm, I'm excited to to see that grow even more and then you know I definitely want to get my eBay rock and roll too. Here's Anthony. We got Anthony in chat. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I seen him in there. That's why I, I said the beard was weeping. <laughs> I, I just I was, I was looking at my email. You guys having fun yet? I know you got in late last night. So it's like a horrible at the character warehouse. I was going to show you guys the deals there. Wi-Fi. Is, or, yeah, you think with all the money that Disney has, you think they'd have supreme Wi-Fi. Their Wi-Fi should be so good it should be like plugged into your like uh you know basically plugged into the router to be so good. Mm -hmm. We need to we need to see some some pics of Ashley dumpster diving in the right in the character warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Did you make your way around back? <laughs> they probably have like security back there. Probably like I, I bet they do, man. I bet they do. What up, BK? West Max Gary's in the house. What's up? Ooh, he's in about 10 minutes early. Yeah. He must have woke up early this morning. <laughs> he always comes around the, around the same time, so I always know it's like the halfway he, mark. <laughs> he didn't even have Wi-Fi there. Really? He used the other stores. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I would definitely think, like, basically, like, the whole like Disney wherever you're at is basically under this like dome of Wi-Fi that's like so amazing you would think. Right. Like I thought they would have something where you would probably have to pay. They probably don't want people recording their stuff for some reason, you know. Probably for liability reasons. Like if something would go chaotically wrong and someone happened to be recording or something, then you know they have it on video. I want to see a success on. Like he was talking about going live from the parks and stuff, and I want I want to see how well that works out. Cause I'm looking for I've never been to Disney at all ever, so I have to live my my young inner child through Anthony on lives. <laughs> I've went there. Um, I think it was I think I was once when I was younger, and uh, I mean it's nothing what it what it is now. Anthony said, nice mug, Tommy. Of course, I had to have a PC here with me, Anthony. <laughs> Tommy says they're having lunch with a couple pickers today. That is awesome. Rob and Lisa are, are very cool, man. I'm sure Lisa will have you cracking up the whole time. Speaking yeah, of speaking of merch, I have merch, people. I have merch. It's on my eBay store. I have uh, T-shirts, hoodies. And some coffee mugs. I have one that's a color changing and a regular mug. I think 11 and 15 ounce regular coffee mug and the color changing one. So 
Those I'll color ones are cool. I'm gonna have to grab my uh my store here. I'll throw it in the chat. I almost forgot about it. I don't have any stickers yet because I'm gonna get Tommy to to mass produce some for me so I can sticker my whole house. My kids will probably have them everywhere. Make, make, I'm gonna make you some wallpaper sheets. <laughs> that actually be a pretty good idea, actually. <laughs> I'll, I'll do like a I'll do like a, a backdrop with just like my logo just like stickered everywhere. That would actually be a great idea. Hey, you could do a, a whole wall of your logo like you have back here. But what we'll do is we'll print them out and cut them into puzzle pieces. So you gotta put it together. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Pat D? No, he's in he's in Disney. He's he's down there in Florida. He's having he's having a good old time with with his wife. They deserve it. They have, they have a whole week scheduled. There's a link for my my store. If anybody wants to check it out? Nobody buys anything. That's cool. I'm, you know, just wanted to put it out there. But if you did, it'd be cool. I appreciate it. Stickers coming soon. <laughs> They're gonna charge them a cleaning deposit fee. <laughs> he's, he's gas. Some guy's gonna sink in the upholstery, and they're gonna get the car back and be like, "Man, you better, you better vape heavily in that car to make make up <laughs> for it." It'd be a, uh, it's a business expense. Save some money. Where's Pat D's going? Pat's going down to Florida too. Oh, I didn't know that. I think I think Pat, you're going down. You're going to be there through Christmas, right? If I remember right. That's awesome. I wish I could uh, escape the cold and go go into somewhere warm. Like that'd be that'd be pretty trippy. Like you go from like Pennsylvania, 20, 30 degree weather, into like. What is it down there right now, Anthony? Probably like 70 degrees, 80 degrees or something. 60 well, degrees. Back back in 1991, very long time ago, when I moved out to Vegas on a spur of the moment thing, we left here in the middle of winter. We left here like in, in February or something. And uh, it was cold. It was snowing, freezing. We drove down there, and as we as we got closer and closer, man, we were just shedding layers of clothing. First, the jacket came off, then the sweater came off. By the time we got down there, we were walking around, t-shirts, and totally looked like we didn't belong there because you could tell the people that lived there. It was like, I don't know, sixty-five degrees or something, and they're all bundled up. <laughs> like, man, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, man, I like. It, it it would be pretty trippy just to get off a plane next. You know, it's like you're, you're just randomly sweating just because it's so warm compared to what you're used to. See, I just sold another one of them books that I just told you about right before the show. Hey, Valentine's books. If you actually uh, go and search and put my name in in eBay, you actually see my merch. It's not as bad on eBay versus YouTube. <laughs> I was I was hoping that it wouldn't be a, a Rick Ross uh, situation, just like eBay or uh, YouTube, I should say. 
Yeah, we got we got to do something. Yeah. Did you ever check to see if it's like trademarked or copyrighted the phrase? Yeah, I checked it. There was there was actually the the people that made the song um, "Every Damn Shuffling." Yeah, he he tried to sue them because he said that you know they were stealing his his basically his catchphrase or whatever and was right. trying to and took that and ran with it and made a song and that's because how they became popular or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. the courts this said that because it's such a common phrase, like every day I'm hustling or shuffling or whatever, that no one can copyright that or whatever. Yeah, I, I looked that up. So this way I wouldn't have to worry about uh, any of that stuff. <laughs> so all I need is to be right? like, in court with like Rick Ross. He's going to get big and Rick Ross is going to come after him. He's going to want some of his YouTube money. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that'll be the only way I can get turned viral is to get sued by Rick Ross. I'll be on the news and everything. Right. <laughs> Anthony says I only need 20 more, 21 more subs, 400. Make sure if you ain't, if you haven't, and share on his channel, social media. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe that, uh, you know, the growth I've seen. So thank you so much, everyone that's, uh, you know, that's up to me and, and watching my videos and come and check out our lives. And I just really love and really appreciate the support from everybody that, uh, you know, that's been with us. And, you know, it's, you guys are more than just viewers. You're, you're friends and, and family members of mine because I, I don't hang around nobody else. That's why I love going live and, and doing collabs with people and everything else. Like, I really, really enjoy it. So if anybody has any YouTube channels, they want me to come along. Send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. It's on my uh, channel art. And I think my email is on there, too. So, yeah, send me a and message. I, and I know we have we have some good creators in here, like Tracy and, and Pat D's at Reselling Addicts. You, know, you guys want to go ahead and drop your links to your channels, man, so everybody can check each other out. That That's quite all right. Because I, I love a lot of times being chatting I was like wow i didn't even realize he had a channel you know i thought they were just a watcher yeah a lot of times like i'll look through my list like some people have their their subs who they sub to private but the ones that don't and i see that they have content i automatically subscribe to them and this way you know when they do release something i can watch it and support them the right way they yeah i subscribe to a lot of people that don't even have content just because you never know when they're gonna start you know touche Especially if they're they're like active in chat, and it sounds like they're they're throwing some knowledge or, you know, the they have input on things. I'll, I'll automatically subscribe to them. Billy Picker, fourteen away from two hundred. Try now, Tracy. Everybody, get over there and give Billy Picker a sub. Get, get him up to two hundred, man. Two hundred is a pretty good milestone. I was excited when I hit 200. I was like, wow, there's 200 people that actually want to listen to what I have to say. That's awesome. Now I'm at 504. I'm going to throw his... Uh, yeah, reselling addicts drop their link. And they do some fun stuff. They're fun people to watch. Reselling addicts is great. Here's uh, Philly Picker's link. Let's get him the at least to 200 guys and get them at least 200 that'd be great 
Tracy's got a good channel. I always enjoy watching Tracy and, and Tommy. They're like the dynamic duel together. Oh, but, yeah. They're, but they're, I'll, I'll also watch either one, like if they're on by themselves, because they're great. They're, they're a great cool. combo off each other. They're, they're fantastic. They're, they're, fun. they're so funny. Let's see. One thing with triple, triple, uh, tripler. I'll be honest. I'm pretty low on subs. I've been making videos for three months. Thanks for any subscribers. Yep, I went over there and subbed. For sure, it takes time, man. It, it takes time. You just got to get known in the community and, and 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 throw some catchy stuff out there. You know, I yeah. don't. I don't do any pre-recorded. That's probably why my growth is slow. I don't do any pre-recorded. It's, it's all lives. This is pretty much what I do, except for maybe hosting or jumping in a hangout. Paddy says, says, I'm Tracy's agent, so go there. She's better to watch than me. I'm a goof. <laughs> you know, Pat, Pat's got some good content, and he, he's got a couple different channels with different style content. I'm subscribed to them all, but. Looks wise, Tracy is much more enjoyable to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, Tracy dropped Tommy Bernard's channel. If anybody in here doesn't know who Tommy Bernard is by chance, definitely he. If you're if you're a later night person and you're looking for something to do, definitely check him out, man. And him and Tracy together are on there, they'll crack you up. You got to have an open mind. <laughs> and. Definitely, definitely check out the link that Tracy dropped. One hundred percent. If you love, if you love to laugh and love to learn at the same time, right? They're, they're night shows, the one to go for. Yep. I just subscribed to to hunting with Tripler. Yep. I'm horrible pronunciation, so if I butcher that, I'm terrible with that. So I apologize if I did, but. I subbed them number 16. Reselling Addicts has got a live at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. They're Florida, right? So what time zone would that be? Florida should oh, be. Not Where are you again? I forgot. I got them mixed up with a couple of pickers. You need a uh, you need at least 100 subs to uh, go live. But if you want to go live from your mobile, you need a thousand subs. Unless you use OBS mobile app. Then good, good tip. somehow you can go live with OBS through YouTube. I I've done it a couple of times. For the picker, my, my videos are are not very good either. They say the golden rule with videos, unless you're just a gifted person just making content, is your first hundred videos are just you kind of finding yourself and your editing style and you know just find just getting comfortable, just getting comfortable yeah. in front of the camera. That's why I haven't done like too much pre-recorded other than a couple little clips. I think I got on there. Um, it's the comfort thing, man. It's not even. The editing, I have I have pretty badass editing software. I have the equipment. I just man, just here it's it's easy, it's cool. There's people to talk to, people to interact with, but to just talk to yourself. It's hard. 
not have any more. response or anything to kind of feed off of. I know I'm going to be one of them um people. Um, um. <laughs> I got your pat. I just haven't sent to you. I haven't. I'll send to you. Hopefully after the show, if not after work. Last night I worked so late, so that is why I yeah. literally passed out of my desk last night. Yes, Pat, we're we're on it. We actually put the tree up and the lights and stuff last night because we're gonna do something in front of the tree. So we'll get on that, get that sent to you. Yeah, like you know, I've talked about this a few times. Like, just just getting in front of the camera and doing lives or doing any content. Like, I like freeze up. Like, in person, like I'm just loose and funny. And you know, like the other day I was on Reselling Addicts channel and they were like, "Hey, you're talking. You're, you're so quiet on the show." And I'm like, "Nah, I just you know, I, when you're doing a show, with people, you try to try to do things so everyone can talk, and you know when." take over the show so i had a little little more of a chance to spill the beans or or like Dee says she her many words and many words to say <laughs> hey david the car boot picker hello what's going on buddy yeah david does trivia games and he does uh he has a pallet video that where he bought clothes Angela in the house. I see them cartwheels flying around. <laughs> Anthony's going to hit another character warehouse now. How many different characters? Like, is there one for each character? Or is how that how does that work, Anthony? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't even know there were character warehouses, honestly. Oh, yeah. How, how can we forget to mention D flipping particles in here? She has a show that usually starts... Within a short period, you know, depending on how long we run, but 11 o'clock Central Time, her, her show starts, and uh, noon Eastern. She's a great person to watch, too. Sometimes it's just her. Sometimes she has somebody on with her. But uh, she follows right behind us in the show, so we try to send people from our, our show to over to hers every day. I do my packing during these. I'm not real active in chat, but I am there. And uh, that's why I'm just getting my, my stuff packed up. I'm going to put a tracker at the bottom for that. It's this way I never forget to say that because I always forget. Like as soon as I click, you know, the live's over, I'm like, I forgot to tell everyone about D. I always yeah. feel bad. What's up, Mother's Mustache? Make sure I spot a particles right. Okay. Billy Picker's heading to Disney next month. Everybody's going to Disney. I'm going to have to get to Disney one of these years. That is something I'll most definitely be going to with, uh, you know, with my kids and stuff. It's a must. I, I could not, I couldn't probably live myself if I couldn't get my kids down there. You know what I mean? And be totally work detached for the most part. Because the only thing I got to do is turn, basically turn off my eBay. Well, not turn it off, but just you know, extend my handling or whatever, because I don't recommend doing the vacation mode. I know Tommy said it. Uh, uh, we're talking about it in uh, 
on I think it was on Tracy or Tommy's channel, uh, vacation mode basically like hides your listings for a month or something after the fact or whatever. So yeah, it, it takes forever from to get back up. At least that's my experience. I use vacation mode twice, and I've never used it after that. I've just extended my handling time because it seemed like it took forever to gain traction again. Yeah, yeah. Like I had an issue with with a listing once they suspended me and I hadn't didn't do anything wrong. And, uh, they, they, I got back on and next, you know, like, I swear I didn't have a sell on eBay for like two months, like literally no, no exaggeration. And then all of a sudden, like everything started going, like I had like five sales that first day. So it was like, literally like my store was like turned off. Like it was under some type of surveillance by them or whatever. I don't know. Nate, I hate to do this, man. I gotta leave you solo just for like a minute and a half. All right. All by myself. So how's everyone today? Hopefully a lot of sales going on. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that tracker up deep. For any time I have a, a live for the morning show, this way uh, I don't forget. It's my reminder and to remind everyone else to check you out. So yeah, I have a couple of sales going out today. Yesterday on Amazon, I did like four hundred and I did four thirty or four fifty. Today I haven't really sold anything. I think I had like thirty. $31 so far. I have a nice little spiker from yesterday. So I'm really happy with with how Amazon's going. And like I said, this that is with, uh, you know, without really being ungated anything, just like basically the basics and stuff. So hoping to, uh, you know, really pump it up. I hope that at least my goal is probably at least double my, my gross sales on Amazon next year. With the wholesale and and to really uh you know source now that i'm using keepa and have all the tools and i really feel comfortable you know selling on the on amazon you know i really feel uh you know confident with my business and everything so um i'm really excited to to start doing that because i can add that to my business model without even you know, having to really go anywhere, you know what I mean? I can have the stuff sent in, even if it's a little bit, uh, you know, lower margins, you know, it's just an additional boost. that's just going to add in profits. So hardest thing is getting that first orders or whatever. Then after that, you know, you have like a, basically you're, you're flipping your other cash flow over and over. So I'm excited to, to dive in and really go after some of that wholesale. He's back. I'm back, man. I started singing, then everyone started leaving, then they came back. <laughs> no, no. Well, we, got, we got 43 in here. Let's, let's see if we can get a few more of them thumbs up, people, for Nate. Yeah, I really, really appreciate everyone coming over and checking us out and everything, man, because uh, I know once I started doing the first couple shows, everyone wasn't accustomed to me being on the you know Wednesday show, and today was a special show because Anthony's away, so... I'm glad everyone uh, came over, and like I said, I, I apologize for doing, uh, you know, not doing the live early enough. So this way, set reminders last night or whatever. 
Yeah, Pat, that was uh, I'm, I think I'm close to 7,500 for the month for the last 30 days, which that's where I was earlier in the year. Like it says, like I'm up like 50% or something from like the last 30 days or whatever, but I know 68% from the last 30 days, but honestly, that was a more of a cash flow problem. So I'm basically right where I'm at, where I was like a few months ago. So I'm really, you know, going, uh, going quick. Tracy said that was the quickest poop ever. Bargain effect. He dropped yeah, it like it's hot. I, I pinched it off quick, man. I didn't want to leave you alone too long. <laughs> he he used baby wipes and all so he can get it right out real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Reselling addict says, I'm going to try and pick Nate's brain. You can pick my brain anytime. I, I, I love helping people. I really do. Like, you know, some people, uh, you know, they, they say that and it's kind of. <laughs> I, sometimes you does say that, and I feel like you know they don't really mean that because they don't go back and answer some questions. But honestly, with me, I, I really do. I, I try to help everyone that I ever come in contact with because I want to give back to the people that got me started in the reselling because I owe them a lot of you know everything that I've gained. You know what I mean? The cash income, the financial freedom, and like if I say I get fired. Knock on wood. I don't want to get fired yet. But say if I got fired, like, you know, I have cash flow coming in for my family, which is priceless for me because I'm a husband of three kids and a wife that, and a, and a, and a poochie, Cujo. They all got to eat and they all need a roof over the head. So I want to make sure that they never have to worry about not having what they need. Pat says I got to stop talking shit. <laughs> yeah pat it was cold this morning i'd take my son to work and uh, i mean not to work to school <laughs> my son better not be going to work take my son to school and uh man it was cold out there i had ice all over my windows and everything i'm i'm not liking this at all eric bishop says up thirteen thousand percent over last year that's awesome i wonder i can't i don't think i can pull up anything else I think I, I think the only thing else I can pull up for on the app is like, uh, like this month. This month so far, I've I've done twenty eight hundred dollars this month, which is up fifty seven percent. Like I said, I'm I'm thrilled with how Amazon's going, I, and it's only going to get better for me. Yeah, reselling addicts. We talked about that earlier. We're going to do some hangouts and some OBS this weekend. Last weekend just. Was crazy running around and I fell out, so I didn't get to do the the OBS walkthrough that I was going to do for you guys. But definitely this weekend, whenever Nate's freed up, I ain't going anywhere. So you heard it here first, folks. So if you don't see OBS, uh, the OBS hookup, you can blame Tommy yep. now. Yep, do some OBS instructionals. Yeah, I wanna I wanna do that. I want I think I think with that I, I would really want to do the what's old videos with it. I think it looks really, really professional. I like it a little better than how I did it before. Um and um you know it, it's just cool to be able to do the different things that I have in my mess slash inventory behind me or whatever. Cause some some people don't like that or whatever, so yeah, we gotta start looking professional. One thing with Tripler says he's so appreciative. He went from nine to nineteen subs in ten minutes. 
That's awesome. See if we can squeeze a couple more. For sure. A couple people get over there and sub to hunting with Tripler. Yeah, I mean, I I've, I started my YouTube like channel in September, and uh, you know I'm almost at 400 subs, which is amazing. Ten dollars says I have two mini babies. One have errors. One is rare dollar price from 200 to or 500 to two. What price I need to list it at? Honestly, I don't know off the top of my head that much about beanies. Um, best i could say would be to to use uh you know just comp it on ebay or use like uh, um uh, what's that Terape called Terapeak or what is the other one um there's another one too i can't there, remember what's there's a few out there that pick click too also it will it will comp across multiple platforms like it'll check macari and not that beanie babies would be on poshmark but it'll, it'll check like all the different selling platforms and then give you the average sell through the average price. So, yeah, it says check it on Worth Point. Yeah, that's that's the other one, Worth Point. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it was something rare. You definitely want to have some data because if not, you might be really, you know, being uh, losing, you know, a lot of money that you could be making. Yeah, and if you're not sure after coming, I mean, start high because you can always come down, but you can't go up once it sells. You know. If there's something that I don't know about, I'll I'll always start on the higher end and then gradually bring it down. Another thing would be a decent idea: set a uh, start the auction at a certain price and just let it roll. Maybe you get lucky and it can go. You know, yeah. if you're happy with five hundred, or you think that's kind of like you know where it's at, set it at five hundred and then let it roll and see if anybody uh, you know bids it up all the way up because. If it's if it's rare like that, I mean, I'm sure they're in demand because the price is so high that uh, you know you really can might be able to cash in more than even that. So yeah, I mean, you might also want to like just just uh, do a like a you know, buy now, put it up really high, but have watch see how many watchers hit it too. If you have the watchers on it, like uh, like recently I said, then maybe like maybe then. Do the uh, uh, do the auction, like switch it to auction. That would those type items are the only thing I would really auction off. I'm really nervous when it comes to eBay and auctions. So if it's not if it's not something that's like you know super rare or whatever, then I'm like yeah, you know, I'm like sketchy to do it because I'm I'm nervous I would like lose my butt off with it. Yeah. I, I consistently run auctions. I usually have anywhere between seven to fifteen auctions going at any given time. But they're they're low end auctions. They're they're starting at ninety nine cents because it's just usually older inventory that I just wanna get out of my way now. It's gonna end up back at the thrift store if I don't do something with it. But I like doing the auction things, even though so a lot of it doesn't sell, but it gets a lot of traffic. You know, people coming in. I'm hoping that that might encourage them to see, look around my store and be like, oh, well, what else does he have cheap? You know, right. maybe come across something they want. Get combined I, shipping on some stuff. I, I do I do have more traffic in my store if I have auctions going versus now. 
Now, when you do your auctions like that, do you have anything where you have volume uh, pricing where, say, they bought one or two other items? Like, if they get an additional, say, 10% or anything, do you do anything like that? Um, I do. Well, I don't require them to, like, I know a lot of people have that require buyer to pay immediately or something. I don't have that. So I encourage them to, to add their items to the cart. And then, you know, they can message me and I can do a combined shipping and then invoice them the the proper amount. I've thought about adding, like, a little extra discount for, you know, someone to buy an extra item or two. You know, still do the uh, discount shipping and everything, but, like, even throw in, like, an extra few percent. Like, nothing huge, but, like, an extra five, maybe, or something added on. Yeah. I'll do that with my, my multi-quantity listings. You know, if, if you know somebody buys two, I'll knock 5% off. If they buy, you know, three, I'll give them like 7%. The, the more they buy, I, I definitely do of, of the same product. But, yeah, I never really thought about doing it across the store. Yeah, like, because my whole thing, like, I want to start doing is, is trying to get a higher... Um, you know, purchase, you know, per shipment, you know what I mean? Where, cause right. a lot of the stuff I sell is like in the, like say 15 to 20 or whatever. And there's some stuff more, but for the most part, it's in that like, you know, cheaper sweet spot kind of stuff, bread and butter stuff. So, um, you know, I'm hoping to like, say if it was like clothing items and stuff. Like if I can get two shirts, go out instead of one, you know what I mean? Like it would just like, uh, yeah, I think it would help uh, drive some sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this year is going to be. I'm going to try a couple different things. Uh, more of a, I'm going to be more of a, a little more of a risk taker for sure, especially with eBay because I want to, I want to pump that up where, you know, like I said, I, I want to have it more, you know, at least sixty forty or seventy thirty at the worst. You know, with Amazon to eBay, because I know my Amazon is going to really take off next year. Like, I, I don't have a doubt in my mind that that's going to happen. Um, so that's why I'm keeping it, you know, I'm, I'm kind of automatically skewing, guesstimating what I'm going to grow to that. So I'm hoping next year, I'm hoping to do at least 12000 a month in some nice. gross sales, hopefully. that's that, that would be, like, my minimum I'm hoping to grow to. Because, like, if I can get some of the other stuff that sells, you know, everyday, you know, wholesale stuff, and I'm adding more money in or whatever. Right, right. Now, can I, can I, can I ask you, Nate, what, you know, when you, when you, because I, I always hear, you know, people talk to gross sales, but, you know, in reality, you know, what's important is what are, your net so like what what type of percentage are you looking at for for my for, for my for myself for amazon i'll yeah. i'll pull it up right now that's why i like aura it tells me like all my yeah see reseller my, man asked the same thing what is your net on 12 grand uh my return on investment is 149 percent and my profit on that is 2400 dollars there you go you know, because I, I think a lot of people, like, especially when they're, 
when they're watching, you know, um, steak storage wars, for example, you know, they sit there and say, oh, they bought this locker for this amount of money, and then they sold everything for this much profit, but not really, because, you know, some of them guys, you know, they're bringing employees to unload these lockers and the fuel to get there, and, you know, then their, their cost of selling, you know, so I, I like to like to hear real numbers right you know? because otherwise people are like man i can go and i can i can buy this stuff and send it in and i can make twelve thousand a month because well that's what they said <laughs> it's like no that's not what they said but that's how people interpret it yeah i'm hoping you know if i'm doing 12 grand a month that i'm hoping my profit would you know get towards it like four grand maybe in four and a half five you know i guess it also depends on what i'm buying I'm the one to more. I'm hoping that just more the RA growth, and I'm hoping to add like some wholesale on top of that. I'm hoping that's my plan. Now, if that's going to happen, you know, we'll see. But uh, you know, I'm really hopeful, and and, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get there. You know, because right now I have a couple of replenishables that I send in. You know, and you know that that whole thirty day mark. Most of that was out without one of my best replenishables because the place where I get it from, they decided that they wanted to take two weeks to send it out, which that never happens because I always, you know, purchase it early. And then when it gets in, I, I have like 10 left, which will last me a few days, you know, because I usually sell about, let me see, I usually sell, let me look it up. In the last month of uh, those sales, I sold 47 units, which that's down because, like I said, I didn't have them for two weeks. So I'm going to say around 80 items I probably had would have sold. That's usually what I sell a month. So, um, you know, um, if I'd have had that within this month, man, like that would have been even better because my, my ROI on that item on average for that was um, 174%. So that's almost uh, uh, almost like you know. For example, if I would the item cost a dollar, then I would almost make, you know, almost uh, almost two dollars. You know what I mean? Like basically like a a dollar seventy five. So I mean that's not what it is, but I'm just you know trying to make it simple to figure out. But right, you know right. that's pretty good. So that that would have raised my profits even higher, and my gross would have been even higher. So um, I'm hoping to find some more stuff like that. And uh, I just need, need just need more time to, to source and look. So if I have some of that wholesale stuff, it, it will free me up a little bit better to be able to look at stuff. Yeah, like Eric says, like I, he shoots for 100% ROI. That's exactly what I do. And that's why my ROI on some of that stuff is a little bit, you know, I, my average for my 30 days is 150, 149% ROI. So I'm actually, you know, doing even more than what I initially hoped to get or whatever. So uh, with wholesale, you know, I'm getting, you know, I'm going to guess around 20, 30%. So it's going to be a little less, but it's also going to be more of a, a guaranteed stream of income and profit. So like I said, I'm trying to creep that into the equation to help with some guaranteed cash. So if I do go full time, then that's almost like banking a paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, like, for example, like I'm used to getting a paycheck every two weeks. It's like, say, $1,500 roughly. You know what I mean? So 
Now I have to try and replace that. So which way can I replace that? You add in the wholesale. Now if I get engated in more stuff, now I'm able to, you know, get more stuff sent in and pushed in. So that will help bring in some more money. So like right now I'm I'm almost like I'm pretty close to what I make um a month eBay and Amazon combined, what I make at work. So now I want to add to that and kind of replace that income, like if I would cut it out. So if I'm able to do that, then I would be able to get full time. So I'm just making sure I'm basically kind of set up right. before I really do the push for it. And that and that's smart, you know, because you, you don't want to jump out any windows without a parachute, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I would hate to see my kids' faces, like, you know, having to, uh, you know, worry about, you know, needing this or that, you know. Sales were slow this week. We're going to the soup kitchen. <laughs> Dad's going to make his chee-chees again. But yeah. Dad, we had that last time. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically for me, like, you know, with everything that I do, I pay my bills and I reinvest everything. Like everything, like right now, I, my bank account is on <laughs> is on the lows because it's right before my uh, Amazon uh, deposit and stuff like that. So I really run my cash down, you know what I mean, to basically nil till my deposit comes, and then you know, kind of refunnels itself. Bye, Tracy. Have a good yep. day. Hope you'll be alive later. We'll see you around here Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, and like like Scott says, then you know I have healthcare, like insurance, and so I have to worry about too. So that's even more money that you know would have to be uh, you know in the mix or whatever. So it's it's going to be a process. It's just going to be getting to you know a level of cash in hand, not invested, but in hand that I'm like, okay, I can if I have a horrible month. Or a horrible two months, can I stay afloat with this much money? That's basically where I want to be at. Yeah, like that that's the only thing I like about having the job, uh, bluegrass pickers, is like, you know, I have the insurance and then I have like extra sourcing money on top of the money I'm making and everything. So it it you know, like like for example, say Tommy had a bad month, you know what I mean? Like because he is full-time the way he is, you know, it's way more of a stressor than if I had a bad month, because no matter what, my bills are going to get paid with my paychecks, my everything extra, like for the kids and for my business growth would suffer. But, you know, once that stuff sells, then I would be, uh, you know, back, back going good again. Hey, Misha, how are you doing? But that's that's basically my like my plan for for this year. Like it's really to push the envelope and really go deep and and uh, you know hopefully go deep in some some great buys and you know get get some business cards, get some connections out there and really kind of you know go all in basically. Because now after I've been I've been reselling for a year and a half now, I I really feel very confident with everything that I know and I've really been putting a lot of the stuff I've been doing into it as well. So it's, it's helped a lot. I mean, how long have you been re reselling for? Man, I'm, I've been reselling like 
forever, man, since junior high school at Nolanators. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I've always, I've always, for the most part, have have been a, I can't say self-employed, but I was, I was a self-sustaining hustler, you know. Right. Um, I went legit with it, like five years ago. Created the business, registered with the IRS, all of that. But I, I've been reselling forever. I just used to do it on a different scale. I used to flip a lot of cars, you know. Um, that was my main thing. Then Wisconsin changed up. You can only sell so many cars a year without a wholesale license. To get a wholesale license, you got to be vetted. And parts of history ain't going to allow me to be vetted for a wholesaler. So I had to kind of change what I was doing. I wasn't into this small stuff where I'm making 10, 25, $40 on things. I was used to buying, you know, a $400 car, putting another $200 into it and selling it for, you know, 1700, two grand. So I, I've always been pretty much a reseller. I, I worked very minimal, like punch the clock jobs. I had a few, mm -hmm. it just wasn't for me. I wasn't good at, at, working for somebody else. I didn't want to make somebody else rich. I want, I want to put the money in my pocket, you know, and it also bugged me with people that like had businesses and wouldn't like run them to their max potential. And I just see like all this money just wasting away in potential ways that they could make money. So I was like, right. man, I need to stop worrying about their business and I need to, to, make me into a business you know so that's what i did about five years ago is i actually went business-wise and i wish i would have did a long time ago because i'll tell you what i ain't gonna have no social security when i retire right you know it, it's gonna suck so i gotta make my money now and i gotta bank money the, the only one that's gonna support my retirement is me so that that's one of the bad things about this well, that's, that's what makes reselling good though like especially in my case like i started the game of you know actually working legit jobs and stuff late in life you know and and you know so a normal person my age would probably have a, a nice so far a nice 401k or whatever set aside i don't i started doing my 401k like a year ago you know what i mean like i'm way behind so i'm trying to sock away as much as i can to that and still try and grow my business because I do want to have a little bit of that coming in too, to kind of help, you know, you know, down the line with everything. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, like every day I go to work and everything, it's, it's a struggle because I know I could do so much better. Like I, I'm very good at what I do. Like I'm not the best person in the world doing what I do, but I've been doing it all my life. So I know how it works. I know how everything goes. But, you know, you go to a job and they have you switch something up where it doesn't make any sense. Like, for example, this, this, this might sound ridiculous, but my boss has us have scheduled breaks. Okay. Like, I would, I would take my lunch and my first break, like, earlier in the day because we're not so busy. But he wants us to take our lunch at 5 o'clock when that's when all of our trucks come in to unload and everything. So I told told my I told my boss I'm like, how do you expect us to take lunch when we have all these trucks to do? And then around that time is when the pickers come in, 
and we're like hustling around them and then they need the product put on you know put away so they can pick it you know what i mean so mm-hmm. and they're like talking to him is like talking to a wall so like i i'd end up doing kind of what i want to do anyway but you know he kind of just you know whines about it or whatever but um you know it, it's, it's just really frustrating you know what i mean like like I'm, I'm basically, I don't know, I don't know if I'm like stuck in the position I am, but if they end up, you know, if they don't grow the business like I expect them to, I will be stuck in that position. You know what I mean? So there's no desk job for me because, let's face it, anyone who's ever worked a physical labor job or a warehouse job, you know, your body starts to, to, to go bad on you. Basically, like I have a bad back and a bad knee. Um, you know, luckily for me, that's all I have wrong with me up to this point. Um, you know, so, I mean, there's people I see, they're six years old still doing it. And I'm like, how did you, how did you get through it? You know what I mean? Like, because they didn't have all the technologies that we do, like with the lifts and everything, like, well, for the most part, you know, and all this stuff that makes things a little bit easier. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, it, it's just the little things that just really you know, tick you off at work, it just makes you really want to just, like, like, every day I go to work, and it's like, I'm, I'm walking into, like, I feel like I'm walking into a jail cell. That's basically <laughs> the feeling I get, like, it's like, okay, go into your cage, little birdie, like, that's why I feel like walking into my, my, into work, like, and you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, like, I don't want to be here. But and I, that, I that's the same to. feeling that, that I used to get, and I just didn't like it, you know, and that's, why I always had problems with with going and punching the clock. You see, Kelly, Econ mom said that her parents dragged her to the grocery store to get a job two weeks before she turned 16. See, I was fortunate where my dad had a junkyard, uh, auto parts salvage yard. So I grew up with the whole reselling mindset. You know, I mean, from the time I was wee little, I watched him you know, he'll pay $40, $50 for a junk car, bring it in, you know, and he, he, he sells the tranny for 175 he sells the windshield for 40 he sells the taillights for another 40 you know, all set is done, he, he makes three $400 off this, this junk car that he paid 40 50 bucks for, and now he sends what's left to the scrapyard and gets his initial 40 bucks back. Right. You know, to get, sends it off to get crunched and melted down. So I kind of grew up with the whole buy low, sell high, piece things out, you know, that it was just instilled in my brain from childhood. Right. Like I used to go, you know, like I say, I was reselling since junior high school at Nome later, stop at the at the store on the way, pick up a box of little Debbie's, a few packs of Nome laters, and uh, break the box open a little Debbie's that I paid 50 cents for, and I'm selling them for 50 cents a piece, six to a box, you know? Right. Yeah, like I, my dad, you know, started his business when I was five. So, you know, the his business is basically sim- very similar to what I do now at my other job. And, uh, you know, I've just grown into business. You know what I mean? I've seen the everything. I understand a lot of the, the costs that are involved in, you know, the daily operations, you know, of running a business, what, what it costs. And, you know, I have a very good grip of what, is needed to, to do it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they'll, you know, they'll tell me like, you know, just, just 
quit your job now and just do it. And I'm like, if I could, I would, man. Like, I just can't. You know, I'm not ready financially. If I was, it wouldn't even be a question because I know I can do it. You know, I have that much confidence to, you know, because the way I look at it is if I'm going to do this, I got one shot, you know, I have one good shot at doing this because I don't want to put, you know, my family in, into dire straits for any, for any reason, unless I'm ready. You know, I got one shot to prove to my family that I can do this on my own and, and not have a job and, and to run a business that I do. And, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm at least mostly where I expect to be for it. Um, you know, but we never know who knows, uh, my, my company could get sold and I mean, it already got sold once while I've been there and it could get sold and parted out or who knows. So I'm just always, uh, you know, I'm always ready or going to try and be as, as ready as I can. And like Eric Bischoff says, if I have to work longer than I expect to, then a hundred percent, I'm going to be putting in, you know, all that money into, uh, you know, my retirement and stuff like that, because I can, from what I understand, you can put up to eighteen thousand a year in your four hundred one k. So I can set it up like if I'm just gonna rock out and work until basically I I, I can't anymore. Um, then I'm that's what I'm gonna do and just keep running the business the way I'm doing it and just you know keep doing it like I've been doing. But that's not that's not what I hope to do at all. Like I hope in the next year or two, worst case scenario five that I'll be full uh, full time. Hey, Lynn, good morning. Yeah, Mark Pest says, I quit working for others when I was, when I turned 40 and went full-time reselling, which may be why I haven't done, I haven't had the aches and pains now 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you're, you're saving your body, you know, a lot of, you know, stress depending on what that job was, you know. Like mine's fifty pound, hundred pound cases, you know, all day. Now I don't do a lot of the caring that I used to do with my dad's, but you know, it's 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 a pounding, you know what I mean? But uh you know, then if I'm able to to go full time, I'm also gonna try and take care of my body more because you know I'm gonna depend on myself physically like with my legs and everything else doing all the walking and sourcing and everything else like it's gonna be a lot of in and out of the car and stuff i'll be doing so you know i'm gonna basically get myself better yeah you gotta see Aussie man because two and a half years ago i got ill and i was i was put in the hospital had to have an emergency surgery and stuff and i was put in the hospital for a week and it it that's, that was another thing that was bad is Destiny didn't know anything, anything at all about about this end of the business or shipping stuff out. And and it hurt. You know, she couldn't keep the store active. She had no idea how to do that. I wasn't well enough to really, I mean, I was, yeah, I had so many meds and stuff to do it from the hospital. But I had to, I had to painkiller doped up walkers through shipping and stuff like that. it took an impact on your store yeah. so you got you definitely gotta have a backup plan i mean that woke us up and it was like look i know you don't enjoy reselling it's not your thing but you need to learn it at least you only got to do it on a daily basis but you got to learn it because if anything like that happens again you know we don't want to take another hit like that right 
Hunting with Tripler asked if we would talk about uh, our bread and butter items to sell. We sell, like for me, uh, on eBay, it would be like the video game consoles, electronics. Um, plush, if you get it cheap enough, is really good. Yeah, especially like the Disney stuff. If Anthony was here. He's the plush uh, king. You know, he has tons of it. He gets it really cheap and, you know, it sells pretty well. Uh, clothing is very good. Uh, just make sure you buy specific, you know, the, the better brands like the Nikes and Under Armors and stuff. And the uh, Peter Millars and uh, Pendletons and, you know, got to really uh, research the brands. Vintage stuff, band shirts. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, collectibles, Funkos. Um, you know, my, my, my bread and butter, my, my main thing is that this is why I want to get in a liquidation so I can buy more of it than I can currently find now because when I get it now, it's just like it's out the door. And that's anything, and I'm not going to be specific, but when you when you go to your thrift stores and stuff, you go to the rummage sales, look at your your home medical devices. Anything I pick up for like home medical or, or home physical therapy, I mean, any from oxygen tubing to to CPAP mask. You can't sell the machine, but you can sell anything like that. That stuff sells and it sells fast. For sure. And then I mean, small small electronics too. You know, yeah. digital digital cameras, MP3 players, tablets, um, the handheld games, all of that stuff too. Real quick. Phones like uh, any any basically anything Apple. You know, there's a huge market from just the Apple stuff, even the older stuff. Um, you could buy the older phones for really cheap, and people buy it uh, for parts and just to have the nostalgia or collection of having it. Um, you know, you'll see some people that they'll buy, like, the, uh, I think it's the iPhone 6, just for the, the camera, the the post, like, from for eBay and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean... That's basically like the bread and butter stuff that uh, that I like. Cracker Locker says, we just got rid of a ton of stuff like that since we thought you could not sell it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. is You can't go on there and you can't sell like a CPAP machine and set up and stuff. You can't do it. You can't, you can't sell anything complete like that that requires a prescription to get. But what you can do is break it apart and sell pieces for for parts and then like oxygen tubing anything like that um i mean even wrist braces knee braces that stuff sells quick air boots you you see air boots in the thrift store for a dime a dozen man and you know i pay i literally pay like a dollar two dollars for them i sell them for 40 45 dollars i think with tripler asked if the funko market is going to bottom out the one thing that you could do to protect yourself if that happens, like when I buy Funko, I'll buy them for really cheap in lots. Like if someone has, say, like 50 of them. Like I bought a lot of 20 for one one day. I think I paid like two bucks a piece. Even the, the um, you know, the exclusive ones through that are different, uh, you know, retailers and stuff. There were all those type of ones. 
you just gotta make sure you, you buy them for the right price, especially if you know if they're not a lot of common ones. I mean, if they're a lot of common ones, you wanna make sure you pay very cheap for them because you might only get eight dollars, you know, a, a piece for them or something at the most. So, main thing is just you know be very uh, self-conscious on price and what you're buying stuff at because no matter what, you know, if you have a, a Funko for five bucks, it's to get your money back. You know, five bucks plus shipping. If you had to do that, you could still do that and make a profit or a small profit, or at least get your money back. Yeah, but I I hope it doesn't. The Funko market's been very cool. I like enjoy buying them. I just bought a couple uh, Batman ones that I bought that I really hope they don't sell because I I might keep them for myself. So it's like how Anthony said like the other day. He goes, you know, you buy stuff and it's like. You hope it doesn't sell. <laughs> and we yeah. talked about this yesterday. That's kind of one of my items that I'm actually going to keep, uh, you know, hope to keep and just have stashed around. Well, everyone, it's starting to get close to 12 o'clock, and I got to pack one item. So we're going to cut it off. Any of the last things you want to say, Tommy? Um, yeah, just make sure that uh, anybody that doesn't happen to be in here, it isn't subscribed to my channel. If you're if you're liking this style of content, make sure you're you're subscribed to my channel. Also, also Pittsburgh's channel because this is a rotating show Monday through Friday, and tomorrow we'll be having uh, family flips. We're flipping Friday on the show on a regular basis, and Monday we're going to be having uniquely me, Tracy, and possibly Tommy Bernhard on the show. Tracy will be there for sure, possibly Tommy. So. All of our descriptions of the channels are down below. Also, my eBay store, in case anyone wanted to check out the merch or just wanted to buy some stuff for Christmas. It's appreciated, but not expected. So, everyone, thanks for tuning in. I always appreciate the support. Uh, we had an awesome show. Miss Anthony, hope he has a great time on his trip. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow on Tommy's channel. So, everyone, have a great day. <laughs>